Hi everybody, my name is Mike Richard and I am the founder of Talk About It Mate and this is something that came about summer of 2017 um, when I moved from London to Manchester after I did a blog and you know people encouraged me to set up a peer support organisation and I kind of came out of my shell a bit and decided to do that and you know it's gone from strength to strength and uh, I've met some really interesting people along the way and not many more so than um Paul, who I will now dub producer Paul, because he came to me after we'd had we met a couple of times and and said, "Have you considered doing a podcast for your group? You know, because you can just talk about different issues, talk with different people, and you know, get the get the message out there about what you do." And I think it's a really good way of um, you know, getting content over to people who you know can't meet you in person or don't know too much about the group, and it can be shared quite easily. And to be fair, I didn't know anything about podcasts. Um, so, you know, I'm really pleased to be putting out this first podcast because um, it's a big achievement for me. And, you know, don't think that I wasn't scared doing it or I've been worried about posting it because I I was. Uh, but I think this is evidence of if you think you've got a good idea, then just give it a try. And, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Even if one person listened to this, then um, I'll be really pleased about it. So, um, yeah, I really hope you enjoy um, this podcast, the first podcast from Talk About Weight, mate, with myself, Mike Richard, and Paul, who will now forever be known as producer Paul, um, who you know has inspired and pushed me and believed in me enough to, to you know to lead us to this point. So thank you to Paul, and and really hope you enjoy this first podcast. Thank you. Hello everybody and welcome to the Talk About It Mate podcast. This is, a, this is a, an exciting moment for me because some, it's something I've been thinking about doing for a while. So here we are and uh, really the reason why we're doing it now is because I've been thinking about this uh, Time to Change, uh, Time to Talk Day 2019 which is on Thursday the 7th of February and I thought what well, this is what we could contribute and maybe carry it on as a regular thing from Talk About It Mate. So yeah, very excited. Uh, as an introduction, I'll let me um, introduce myself. My name's Mike, and I'm the the founder of Talk About It Mate, which is a group uh, that is you know aimed at mental health and well being. And we run it through Meetup dot com, uh, where people join up and come to events. But now we're trying to expand our content and our user base. Uh, and I'm joined today by Paul. Oh, and Paul's uh, one of our group members, and he's you know helped me a lot actually with talking about doing this this podcast and uh so i'd like to thank him for being here today so you don't just have to listen to me um but yeah we um we just thought this would be a good way of getting through to our members uh, by posting it on our meetup page and also through our other um platforms so that we do have now have a twitter page uh, a facebook page and uh just to kind of get get the message out there that it's it's a good thing to talk about what we're going through um it can be helpful it's not always the end of the world we're not you know anybody who suffers from a mental health condition or has had any kind of issue is is still a good person to to be around it's not this it's about you know addressing this stigma and um you know it, it, sometimes i can't always get the words out myself but and help me out here, but, <laughs> you know... No, you carry on, you do fine. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you a little bit about the story of uh, Talk About It, mate. About 18 months ago, um, 
I, I did a blog about you know my experiences with anxiety and depression over the years, and um, as I was I was um, and had some had had a lot of batches of counselling, and uh, I was doing a life coaching course at the time, which sounds cheesy, but actually was really helpful to me. Um, and from that, I got a really good good response from people, uh, people I haven't spoken to in years, and family members because I'd put myself out there, and as far as I'm concerned, it was the first time that I'd ever been honest, really, really honest, and it it was powerful for me, and as from that, it was suggested that, you know, you could help other people, um, and I said, okay, you know, if, if that's something I can do, like, I'm no expert, but all I know about is what I've been through, but I think that I've got, I've got empathy, and I've got that understanding and I can listen to other people and I don't judge that's really important so from that I was able to like put some ideas together and plan the group and uh, here you know here here we are um, and here we are today so um, we've achieved a lot so far I think we've been going o- over a year now probably longer yeah um, must be longer yeah <clears throat> yeah probably it was I think it was in Oct- October so yeah we're talking 14 months, 15 months, which is great. And I'm really proud about that because in that time, there's probably been like 20 different events, you know, and it's been an opportunity for me to meet a lot of people. And I was just saying to Paul before we started to record, Paul was one of the first people who joined our meetup group. Apparently. Apparently. Well, I went through the list the other day, but then you didn't come to an event for about no, a year. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm probably, you know, I'll say something about that. Probably a lot of people, I think, join up to meetups and they don't actually come because they think, oh, look, look, there's different things I can sign up to, it's going to be great. But going to, getting through the door and going to meet up with people you've never met before, that was the kind of thing for me. It's like, especially if it's to do with anxiety, you know, if you're an anxious person, I struggle with anxiety. So it's making that initial move. But once you do that, it gets easier then. Absolutely, I'd echo that. In terms of planning an event, I, I always thought like, I mean, I have been to, like, meet-up events, like, in, when I was lived in London, Confidence and Self-Esteem, and I went into this room in, like, it was, like, this very, I think it was some kind of church building, very quiet, it was everything you kind of kind of dread <laughs> in going to, an, you know, I didn't know anybody, and it was a bit awkward, but then I'd, I put myself out there, and I did reap the benefits from that, I think, because I am that kind of person, that I will... Um, give something a try, even mm-hmm. <laughs> even if I am really, really scared about it. Yeah. Um, and look at where I am now. So yeah, we've we've I've seen people come up who have have I can I can tell how they're feeling, I think, because I've been yeah. there myself. And I think that's the whole point of what we're doing here is that like if you have had anything happen to you in your life that's affected you, whatever it could be, if that makes you un- like understand other people's feelings or, or what they've been through and help them then that's really powerful I think there's so many people out there that, that say for example anxiety like I I still have counselling and I'm interested in training to be a counsellor um, I was speaking to my counsellor the other day and she said there's so many people with anxiety that's like you know this it's very very widespread why can't those people help each other through it you know and, and I'm not saying if it got serious, you would obviously seek proper, like, medical support. And I'm not saying, again, I'll have to reiterate, I'm not an expert, but I do know a lot about my own situation, and I do know what I've got through, and I don't know what you'd say, Paul, but 
I think I'm a survivor, and like, mm-hmm. you know, we, I don't know how, how bad things have got for you because we, we we've only met probably yeah, yeah. about ten times, maybe Less, less. No, about two. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Well, but I think we've made a connection straight away because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you can kind of feel it from another person. Yeah. yeah. What that they've experienced different things and. That's what we do. It's, so it's not just a group like that does an event once a month for me now. It's a community. Like I have actually made friends through it, and like we did an event before Christmas where we had some drinks. And again, it's not just about drinking, but we had a really nice night. And I think it it almost transcended <laughs> a mental health support, and just it ended up being just friends having a drink together. It did. Yeah, I came to that night, and uh, again, I was nervous about coming to uh, a meeting where I hadn't really met anybody, so it's a bit unknown but afterwards I thought I couldn't have spent time with a nice group of people yeah, just really to go and have it. a drink and it wasn't about it wasn't about getting smashed or anything like that it was just nice and yeah being there for each other and you had an excellent Christmas jumper on actually I did yeah yeah which made the night um, but it yeah it looked completely ridiculous but <laughs> I tried to get the most <laughs> I saw it in Aldi and I thought I'll, get the, I'll, go, I'll go to the extreme I'll get the most ridiculous <laughs> Christmas jumper, the elf one that I could possibly buy. No, it was much yeah. appreciated. And um, that's it. It, it. The fact that different people come each time is brilliant as well. You know, so I might see somebody at a meetup. Like we do a lot of them in like coffee shops. Um, and you're not seeing them for f- four or five months. But then it's good because you can say, how have you been? And, you know, if people have been to meetups and they are comfortable with us, we can add them to the WhatsApp group. And that's a really good well, yeah, I think that's really taken off recently. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I you're think. a key contributor yeah, yeah. to that, actually. And there, yeah. that links and, you know, stories and just ideas and, yeah, screenshots of things. And, you know, you can dip in as much or as little as you want, but it's there. I think it's useful when people say talk about medication and things like that. Again, that's a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. Again, you don't have to share that, but if other people have experienced that themselves, it might be useful to get... Um, you know, sound them out about that. Um, so yeah, our strengths are that we're a community of people. We've had our own experiences. We're not going to judge because, you know, we have that empathy. And um, and it's ever, it's ever changing as well, which is great. And I, I don't think there's a, like a limit to what we can do. I think that, we, you know, there's lots of ideas bouncing around at the moment, especially in my head, because I'd like to, <coughs> excuse me, work in this like full time, you know, this, I'd like this to be a, a the career of mine almost it's a it's a passion of mine i want to make that what i do um but yeah there are a lot of statistics that fly around you know about mental health and it is everywhere now um and but that that's why we do what we do one in four people that's a big one that you hear yeah. isn't it one in four people have a mental health condition yeah i was thinking yeah. about this yesterday actually it reminded me of this statistic with footballers yeah um when you look at the proportion of men who could be gay and yeah. what the number of the number of uh, Premier League footballers that have actually come out is zero. Yeah. But how many people are feel that they're able to disclose mental health condition? Is it one in four that you know of really? If you think <laughs> every four people you know does one of them say yeah, yeah I struggle with mental health? Not really because there's still it's improving, yeah. but it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, that's it. But then you look at things like stress, like. That's surely more than one in four. Yeah. Like, and it might not be like as, as identifiable as, but you know, how many people suffer from stress? Um, yeah, seventy-five percent of people develop the mental health condition before eighteen. Now, I work with young people. I'm a teacher, uh, but I don't work with them in the context of mental health. But you know, there is this crisis 
I know I was reading an article about how many mental health workers are going to be put into primary schools in the future, and 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 it is Children's Mental Health Week this week, um, and again it's it's so prominent, it's so in your face right now that just people sharing and coming together will only help that situation. Um, and then the the main one really about suicide being the biggest killer of young people. Mm-hmm. You know, men under forty five. Yeah, men, yeah, like, but. It, you know, if you if you're going off the one in four, let's say that's sixteen million people there who are in the, in the same boat, really. You know, obviously with different variations of strands, but it's not a competition about like, oh, one person's more serious. It doesn't make your struggles less valid. You know, in fact, but I the, what I'm trying to get at through this group is, once you admit it, you're not bottling it up as much because I know from past history, if you bottle up your problems and you and your worries and your anxieties it's going to come out in some way that could mm. be a negative way. Anger. Anger, definitely. I've had my anger problems. I'm drinking. Like, yeah, drinking is a big one. Health problems. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't take care of myself at all. And, yeah. like, and then sometimes, embarrassingly, you do could end up causing a scene in some situations because you can't handle it. You could become very easily over- overwhelmed. Whereas <clears throat> the good thing about this is, you know, it is some people you don't know that well. But you know, the one thing you do know about them is that they might have similar experiences to yourself and like if you're a bit um worried about talking about it around your friends and family because then you might think that you they'll see you in a different light then why not come and talk to somebody in our group about it um even if you're worried about saying go to the doctors or something like that which i think you should do if you do feel that you've got a problem but it might be useful to come and ask them some questions where you wouldn't need to be embarrassed about asking around people who've been there and done it. So, um, yeah, these they're all things that we're, we're doing, really, um, in our group. So, why do a podcast? Why, why do you think? Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? It's um, just a different medium of getting to people, and I think it's a good way of introducing people to, to the group. Um, absolutely. If you haven't been to an event, like Paul didn't come for a year after joining the group, you know, um, then you can kind of get a flavour. Get a what, feel for who yeah. these people are. And how it great, takes away some of the mystery. How great we are, obviously. You know how to say no. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> weird also not for me. You might just think, actually, <laughs> I don't want to see these people ever. Um, but we, you know, we focus on different issues. Um, this is an introduction to like you know, meeting me, me and Paul, listen to us. Um, you know, sharing knowledge of what what's what's happened to us and what we know a lot about or, or not or don't know a lot about methods yeah. for coping or thriving coping mechanisms yeah yeah things that have worked for for us yeah. that you might might want to give a try um and just shared experiences i think i think it's exciting i feel i feel genuinely excited about what can be done um yeah so long term longer longer term i'm hoping to do one at least once a month once a month where i have a different person that i sit around the table with and kind of find out a little bit about them not like an invasive like grilling of yeah, like, not like a counselling session yeah. even though like I am you know I do have an interest in that um, just to kind of like what do you think about this what do you kind of do and if you're out there and you're listening to this and especially people who might see this on hear this on Twitter I read some of the blogs and some of the mental health bloggers and I think wow you know like that honesty really appeals to me and uh, if you would want to get in touch there's people who are way more experienced than me at doing this. Like, I could totally learn from you, so, you know, please do get in touch. It's, uh, at, I think it's at Talk About It, mate. I did change the name. 
Um, I didn't even know we were on Twitter. Yes, well, well, it, I've not really done it much until then because until recently actually because it's been a confidence issue with me and right. it is. Yeah. It, I'm self belief. Yeah, self belief. I've set this up and got this far, but I can't like pull the trigger almost and do. I, I'm, and I'm saying saying to myself like, why? Why can't I do it? Like, I'm, it's not like I'm ashamed of it. I'm proud of it. Yeah. But it's 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 fear, right? But then all these years, I thought, oh, it's it's fear of of failure. But there's no reason to suggest that this would be a failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, and it has been brought to my attention, that it, it fear of it being successful, because we're onto something here. Like yeah. we, we you know we're being honest about our feelings, and, and we are being authentic. And I don't think you can go wrong as long as you're not like hurting people, you know, and not being a bad person. Then what's the harm in this? It's only going to do good, isn't it? And if people don't agree with that, then that's fine. But I kind of not putting it out there for critique, putting it out there for see if it can get through to people. Like I did a blog last week and I haven't blogged for, for say 18 months, two years. And I got a real nice email from a lady and like, you know, replied and hopefully she'll come along to our next event. And, you know, if I always say if one person likes really? it, yeah, if one person likes it, then yeah. And I like the fact that Paul's sitting here now, like if I hadn't made that decision to do the group, then I wouldn't have met Paul. And like, you know, who knows, you might, you might, we might become very good friends or you might never want to see me again, Paul, but... <laughs> no, no I, think, I think we could be. <laughs> there you go. Unless so, one of us emigrates back yeah. to either China or Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's it, really. And and at this stage, I just want to tell you a little very... I'll try and be brief about my own story. Um, I've experienced a depression and anxiety. Um, an overwhelming, overriding feeling, almost a default feeling of not feeling good enough in pretty much every situation. I mean, despite that, I've, you know, managed to go, you know, through college, uni, become a teacher, primary teacher, I've travelled abroad, lived abroad, taught abroad, come back, lived in London, returned to Manchester, but I'm, ever since probably 18 when I first had problems with depression, there's always been something dogging, dogging me, not felt right, um, and it had a really poor like self-image, low self-esteem, I was overweight in my, lot, in my 20s, and just didn't take care, good enough care of myself, you know, um, and I mean, I think Paul doesn't know all this about me really, but I think when people meet me through the group, they might think, oh, this guy's super, super confident. Yeah, I was shocked when, when, when you mentioned that you, you're depressed, because it's not different, people have different ways of coping and presenting with it, people can probably tell with me, because I look yeah. depressed a lot of the time, people yeah. tell me to cheer up, and that's the way it manifests. Yeah. Or somebody else like yourself, that might have been your way of yeah, getting yeah. by. Because life carries on, you have to yeah. carry on no matter how depressed you are, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're going to join a monastery or something. Yeah, you have to, you've got to keep you've going. You've got to keep going. This, t- this too shall pass, that's what gets said a lot, you know, like, yeah. just do it, just keep going, you are surviving. Like, for me, into my later 20s, I definitely think it was more, like, anxiety and... and I, that it has materialised recently that I've been, you know, having counselling and I've gone to seek more medical support. That actually one of the parts of what's troubled me is that I've been diagnosed with mild ADD, not ADHD, but ADD. And like mm-hmm. I don't know too much about that, but you know, it's, it's come to my attention. Somebody who I met through the group actually said, you know, have you ever thought that this could be something that was troubling you and and I looked into it and you know went to see a see a consultant about it and 
and yeah, he he said he kind of confirmed that that's what it could be, and and I might have to start taking medication for that. And again, I don't know like how that will affect me, but I'm willing to give it a try. And and it's not like an antidepressant; it's more of a stimulant, you know, like Paul said, it could be like Ritalin. But um, you know, I, I it hasn't changed too much in my eyes. I'm, I'm still trying to better myself because when it, when I got into my early thirties, um. I thought I'm not happy with the way that I am and, and I've been burying my head in the sand for too long. Very common thing with men, I would say. I had a chat with a mate the other day and he said, yeah, I've been burying my head in the sand. You know, you, you're not letting off that steam, not like not appreciating that there is an issue there. You're not addressing the elephant in the room. And because you're avoiding that, it eventually it's, it could come back round to bite you. You know, it could come back round to trouble you. Mm. That's what sorry, that's what we're taught as boys apparently. I don't remember now, but yeah. that's what's commonly said that boys are told to always dust themselves off and carry on again and, and not talk about their feelings because it's it's not masculine. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because as a kid I was quite that they labelled me at I was in primary school as sensitive. Yeah, I'm sensitive as well. <laughs> yeah, and I got sent to this place and I was there with these like kids who who were there for behavioural reasons and like I felt right. really sorry for these kids, you know, like uh, they had they were from a they had a much more more deal than me, um, but I thought <coughs> I don't need to be here because what because I was a bit upset about my parents getting divorced or you know, but yeah I mean well, I had to reflect on all of these things in the last couple of years through counselling and um, yeah as a result like I've faced up to I don't really want to be a teacher long term I want to use the skills I've gained so now I'm a supply teacher I'm trying to phase myself out go for a career change but in the last. Uh, three years, I've lost Freestone, uh, got out of quite a toxic relationship, got into a really good relationship, um, I'm now engaged, I'm getting married, you know, um, I'm, I'm putting myself out here now on this, you know. Do you like, think your values changed then in this time? Because my values have changed. Yeah. Or, or, or do you think teaching was never what you wanted to do? Or Because... Yeah, I'll be going to I'll be going to, to, to back into working in education. It's not yeah. really what I want to do, because if you, you do, if you do end up with a mental health problem and, and go into a very dark place, it changes your values because you know how horrible horrible it can be. So you want to make it better for other people who are going through that. Yeah, you that, what I mean? that strikes. If a you hit rock, hit rock bottom, it changes your values. Yeah, and I'd say about two or three times in my life, I feel I have hit rock bottom, yeah, yeah. and I had a. Just before my thirtieth birthday, a few months before, I had a proper like mental breakdown, and uh, yeah, luckily I had a very good friend who was there to help me, and he, he was a doctor, and uh, you know, without that, what would have happened? Would have had to go and you know, he probably had to call an ambulance or something for me. I was that bad, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I've had panic attacks, and, and mm-hmm. I've had the physical effects of what anxiety and can give you. So. You know, sometimes when I think like, oh, you know, there are people worse off than me, I do, I do have to remind myself that yeah, I have, I have suffered, I have been through the mill with with what this has done to me and my problems. I'm not devaluing my problems for so years and years and years. I'd always devalue and and wouldn't give myself weight because I think I wasn't good enough. So here I am now, like you know, I still have bad days, you know, but I I've, I've trained myself to care to 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 give them less weight, you know. And, and not dwell on them as Try much. Try not to let them affect you too much. Yeah, but when I do have like a lot of thoughts swirling around, in, in, and it can be a bit problematic, I have started jotting them down, and or I have used that energy to plan events and do things through the group. 
but the blogging could be what well, it is a good outlet for me because uh, I work and now I know for this ADD as well like I am I'm best in short bursts that's where I show my passion and uh, I'm giving myself them opportunities I'm just playing to my strengths so I think like for years and years and years I've done okay and and but I wasn't playing to my strengths you know I was punishing myself for things that like you know you can't what you can't what does this girl say to me you can't someone said you can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, like, that's brilliant yeah like no, Einstein, correct me if I'm wrong but um, it, it really speaks to me and you know like, I used to think about like quotes and all that but, uh, quotes but actually there's some really good ones yeah, out there and, you like, just need to say something that resonates with you and yeah. feel, that feels authentic and you know, just yeah. do it we were talking about this before just yeah, do just it, do it. Nike, yeah. we are talking about perfectionism because I was saying you know, I've been thinking about recording music and if you get, get perfectionist and do it by yourself you can never put it out but you need to do things and just do it. Like this, like we, we sat down before thinking, oh, what we're going to say on this podcast, didn't we? And we could have put it off for two weeks until we got it perfect, in air quotes. Uh, yeah, but in the car, I just said, let's just do it. You're just like, doing it. Um, and I think like, now, now I'm settling into this now. I'm settling into this. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like my journey. And I think by giving back, do good, feel good, another good quote that my counsellor told me, like that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's given me the passion and it, I feel like I've genuinely got a place as, I don't know, like a mental health content creator, I don't know how people call it, blogger, influencer, I don't know. Like, all I know is I want to be involved in my own way and play to my strengths. In a positive way. In a positive way, and if that can help some people, and it has, and I, I could say a dozen people that since I've started this that I've helped, and and if I, that therefore I have used my things for good. Like, if that, that's the end of it, then fair enough, but I don't think it is. I really don't think so. Because if I want to eventually become a counsellor, if that's my end goal, which I'd love to do. I mean, I have done my level two, but I dropped out of the level three because I wasn't quite settled in myself. I had more self-exploration to do things come up, you know, and I just thought I can't concentrate on all this as well as be losing all this weight and 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 looking after myself and, you know, but also giving myself time to relax. So you have to make decisions that benefit you. You know, like I earn a lot less money than I used to, Paul. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I am a lot happier. Like the stress that teaching put me under, and I wasn't in a good place. You know, like it would be different now. It would be because I'm in a much better, stronger, more stable place in my life. But at the same time, is you know, do I want to put myself through that again? You know, yeah. you know, you just live living within your means doesn't mean you can't have a good life. Yeah, my you cousin's know? done a similar thing. He was he worked for pharmaceutical in the pharmaceutical industry, and was yeah. earning a lot of money. And it wasn't in line with his values. Yeah. My cousin George, by the way, who works for the running charity, just to drop that in there. Yeah, yes, um, you told me about that. About the running charity, and he was in learning loads of money, but he hated his life. And, yeah. uh, and he's uh, working for a charity now, helping young people, young homeless people in Manchester, use running as a way to move their lives forward. And he's much happier. Yeah. He's earning less money, but he's happier. So he's. I think that's going to make him like yeah. a better person to be around. You know, make he, what you're passionate about. He wants to be around do. a father or a husband who hates their life. Really, I mean, you know, money's important. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't want to come home stressed with my partner because yeah. because I can't I can't change the educational landscape because I can't. You know, it can't change society. You know, like all I can do is contribute in a way that is a useful way. And if I'm if I'm a happier and more settled person, then I can be more effective. Um. So yeah. The vision really now is that we're at this stage where we've got this really good base. We've got, I think, 275 members. Like, 
yeah, all right, we were saying before how many of them we met, probably 50. Uh, yeah, like... That's still quite a lot. That's still quite a lot of people that I'd never met before that I wouldn't have met if I hadn't put myself out there. And, like, you know, I'd love to meet all of them again if they get the chance to listen to this. And and, and they'll all have 225 more. I'd love to... Yeah, so my phone just rang. Uh, <laughs> we'll edit that part out. Anyway, um, where were we? What are the next steps? Well, we were talking about members normally... Yeah, but you were saying, yeah, probably about 50 people you wouldn't have met. Yeah. And they wouldn't have met you. Yeah, I'd want to meet those people. Yeah, and, and, and reach out to more people. And yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be by coming physically to events, you know. Like, I've realised that now, like... That's a good point. It's it's putting content out there, such as this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people learning from, from each other and having opportunities to share. I would welcome guest blogs or people who might want to educate me in blogging or... Although I like the way I do it, there might be people who do it in a different way that could reach out to our community or our audience. Um, yeah, I'm not sweating that too much, to be honest, because I think it will just grow naturally. Um, but this is a good step in the right direction. Um, yeah, we do have um, social media on Twitter, at Talk About It Mate. Facebook, Talk About It Mate. My blog on WordPress, if, again, it's Talk About It Mate, but it's got another long name, which I'll probably post at some point. Um so yeah, we're hoping for monthly interviews, um, like a different person talking about a different issue and having a chat with me. Um, so if you fancy that, get in touch. Um, you could support us in lots of different ways. You could share. You could like. You could come along to events. Tell people that you know about it. You know, broadcast it that way. Talk. Uh, talk. That's it. Talk. Talk about it, mate. That's the point. Like that's where the name came from. Kind of like you know, all right, mate. You're right, mate. Like. Just say something instead of just bottling it up because I've seen that do damage to other people and I've seen it do damage to myself and I just know how I feel when I've got it out. Like, I feel almost... And when I leave the meetups, Paul, like, I'm I'm buzzing. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. Like, I come yeah. home and, like, my fiancé says, like, oh, you you know, you're always in a really good mood. I don't know what you're trying to say. Uh, no, but I feel like I've, it's it's like me being really authentic and yeah, it's yeah. my kind of calling. Yeah. something that means means something to you rather than yeah I'm not afraid to say that I get as much from this if not more than anyone else like I'm not afraid to say that like if you call me selfish like but I, I I've set it up because I want to meet people and I feel where I feel comfortable around because if I'm out with some lads I know or mates I know like I'm still going to be mates with a lot of people it's just you're not going to be just sat there and be like oh let me tell you about all my mental health experiences because they might be a bit like oh well you know you know, it's not for me to to criticize them because I don't think they. You know, most people are inherently good. You know, it's just some people are on a different journey and they're not either experienced it yet or it's not become as prominent in their life. But this is like our life, you know. Uh, and then the new kind of vision, the new idea, I think is I'd like to maybe run it as an actual proper support group. You know, like where it's you know more like in the traditional sense, sitting around and talking about anxiety. Um, maybe over a number of sessions, six sessions maybe. That could be something I'm looking to do later in the year. Uh, and I, I will try and maybe get in touch with mental health charities for advice or, or for some pointers there, I think, because, um, you know, I think that we've got a lot of good to do there. And, you know, I don't know if you'd want to be involved with something like that. Or, Absolutely. Yeah, because you, you said to yourself, didn't you, about wanting to go along to one. Yeah, I'll set one up because there's a, yeah, there's a, like I say, 
I live in Lee in Greater Manchester and there's very little mental support over there. I went to a group today and the guy who runs it had actually deceased recently so there's nobody, as far as I know, going to be picking that up. So you can end up very isolated if you're not in, in a job somewhere or raising children. Exactly. And, and I used to always think like, oh, I wish... I just wish somebody could come along with something that I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. And then actually, say a couple of years ago, I just thought like, hang on a minute. I might have to like, create it. If you want exactly what you're looking for, create it yourself. Yeah, exactly. And like becoming a creator and being creative, that takes balls. It's like, hard. It can be hard though because you're going against the grain and... You are. Against the grain of society that tells you to, you know, apply the CV and get the job and... You're putting yourself out there. Else. Put yourself out there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard. Follow somebody else's plan, basically. Yeah, exactly. And... and and that's it, like, you know, like I always say to people, you are an expert in your own situation. Yeah. Like, no one can tell you what you're saying about your life is wrong. Because yeah. you're the one who's lived it, and you're the one who's felt yeah. it. You're the only person who knows every, everything that you've been through. Yeah, it, it, so use that, like, at, at, to, you know, it is empowering, it is empowering when I think, oh yeah. So I had a friend who got in touch with me after I did that first blog, and kind of, when the group was conceived, really, um, he said... It was a friend of a friend and he had his problems and he couldn't confide in his best friend. Mm. And I don't know, for whatever reasons, but he came to me and said, look, I've read your blog. This is what's going on with me. And I was able to sit and help this guy. And, you know, he's been along for a lot of meetups. And, and I thought, wow, that's that's so powerful. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm almost privileged that he asked me. But he did actually say something. He said... And I explained my whole situation. I'm glad this, out of everyone I know, I always saw you as a confident person, Mike. Out of everyone I know, I'm glad it happened to you because you were able to deal with it and survive it, you know? And and that, I don't know, that, that was very humbling that. It was a bit like, it was almost an, a recognition of my struggle. Yeah. It's probably one of the only times that someone's actually recognised that, that what I went through was difficult and and I couldn't, always tell people yeah. and I couldn't always like you, oh, you don't show up at a party and be like yeah I couldn't get out of bed this morning <laughs> you know oh let me tell you about my weekend I did absolutely yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. like you know you, you can't can you yeah the, the uh, top trumps weekend top trumps I used to call it you know what did you do this weekend there's like a, a little competition of oh I went yeah. stock car racing well, well I listed right. a million ways how I'm a terrible person you know yeah. like yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it, yeah. it, it was important so so basically, just to end on it, end on. Let us just tell you about our events because our events are the the front line of what talking about say, yeah, do. myself actually just a roundup of what's coming coming up. Yeah, and I think yeah. Let's start in the present. Um, we allow group members to run their own events if I approve it. <laughs> Not if I approve it, no. But like if you know, if you ask and in the dates free in the diary, then I'm happy for you to plan an event if you can think you can get some people along. So Paul's got one coming up. Yeah, which is going to be parking. It's actually just taking small groups which kind of full up already but yeah. some people drop out so um, going to Barking Tales on Wednesday which is a monthly comedy night run by a lady called Harriet Dyer who's very funny yeah uh, and we'll probably do that again though won't we because if this podcast goes out later in the week it might have already gone that event but yeah, what yeah, yeah. we're saying is that could become a, a semi-regular thing yeah exactly yeah yeah. every month it could be because that's a monthly comedy night so that's this Wednesday on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday is one coming up at Ziffer Blatt um, by Lindsay um, that's just been announced. And then the 14th is the next one I'm running, uh, which is like kind of like our semi-regular one that we do at um, 
So 14th of... It's, no, is it 14th? I can't remember. I, this is really bad. I should really know. I should have written this down. The dates will be on the briefing. Yeah, 14th is, is Valentine's Day. The dates are on the internet. Yeah, it's on the internet anyway. But um, we do it at um, Cafe Nero. It's not 14th. Ignore me, because that's Valentine's Day. It's... Um, Sunday the 17th of February again I repeat Sunday the 17th of February at Cafe Nero near near the Midland Hotel in the central library there isn't it where yeah. the tram is yeah St so Peter's Square so really central and it, we get there's like a long table at the back which has about 10 seats that I kind, I kind of get there set up and people just, just meet and chat and it's not like a let's go around the table and, and you know it's just little yeah, chat. grief therapy no it's not grief therapy although that, I think that we could offer some form of that in the future um, but it's just little chats, get to know each other. This is our community, you know, and it's great, especially if you're a new member, you've never been before. That that I would recommend coming along to that because um, I'll be there, and I might even bring my mum to the next one. You know, she, I was talking to her about it, and she was, oh, I'd like to go. Um, so yeah, that's it's really exciting. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, we've done some different kinds of events as well, haven't we? The first one you came to, in fact. Yeah, that was the one that... that we had was, coffee, but then we went... Yeah, I missed the... Um, I, I had intended to come to the coffee session, so I never went to the initial chat. I went to 2020 yeah, Manchester Table Tennis, which was very good. Yeah, I love ping pong. I just thought, let's do it as a meetup. Yeah, yeah it's and, a good place. Yeah, because, you know, if you're doing an activity, you don't have to worry about... That was it. That's probably what yeah. made me make that first step, because yeah. the idea of going to sit, sit with a group of people that didn't, didn't know and... Might be a bit yeah. daunting, but if you're doing activity, yeah, I think that's a good idea actually. Yeah, that's it. Future meetups. Yeah, I remember, and then we found out that we lived near each other, didn't we? And yeah, yeah. We were driving back with you, and it was good. Um, but that's it. I want to keep the um, the events varied. Varied, yeah. Yeah, like see, I, I'm happy to keep doing like coffee shop ones, and and it doesn't, you know, I only do it in the central Manchester because I want to try and get a a. a, a, a mixture of people, you know, because obviously people can travel in, like we, we you know. There are a lot of people who want to go to meetups in, say, Charlton and Didsbury, because that's, you know, there's some very, some very open communities there, and, like, people are very open about mental health, and that's great. Um, but that, that so there are, because we have group members who live in those areas, I'm really happy for them to plan events in those areas, which I, I'm, I've enjoyed. It's just, I, you know, I'm based in Salford, so I always think that, like, it's good to come into Manchester City Centre. But, again, it, we're just really, really open-minded about about what we do like it could be an event like ping pong bowling there's that darts one should be that one oh, yeah, do that. flight club that. yeah to do that we did an escape room uh, before Christmas um, which Ron organised and it was fantastic axe like, throwing is becoming popular now, so we should give that a go I guess it looks yeah. pretty good actually the axe throwing imagine this is your boss no yeah. <laughs> no um, yeah. right. no it's, it's it's just you know it's not like Clinical, I think people again, this is about stigma and stuff like it's because people have had anxiety or depression or you know PTSD or any, whatever people suffer from. I mean, they can't go out and have a drink or have something to eat or have a cup of coffee, yeah. play a game and chat to people and have a laugh and be funny and be brilliant people. In fact, some of the best people I've ever met are people who've like been through something yeah. that's like made them richer from that experience. So, you know, I feel I feel passionate about that. I think that's coming across. Everyone's more than their diagnosis, if yeah. diagnosis. Yeah, you're not just anxiety, you're not just, yeah. you know. I mean, this does speak to a lot of people, so I think I'm stating the same points again here. But I think they do need to be, they do need to be made. And uh, I, I just want to end by saying, I've really enjoyed doing this. 
Likewise. Yeah, and thank you for being here, Paul. And, and Taking the first step, that's the hardest one, though, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, l- please get in touch, you know, like, as long as it's not, like, you're terrible, because that's not going to be good for me. But, or, like, oh, yeah, or publicity is good publicity, you say. But, yeah. yeah, or any press is good press, yeah. But, uh, there's Facebook, yeah. You say there's Facebook? Yeah, Twitter. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, meetups, be... everything's on meetups.com. Meetup.com forward slash talk about it, mate, or just Google talk, talk about it, mate, and uh, find us. And always be good to yourself and each other. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Thank you for listening to the first Talk About It Made podcast. And goodbye. Goodbye.